is for perception, and C is for Cosmopunk. Vesk Don't Wear Ties, a homebrew Starfinder story featuring the crew of the Leica 7. Hi, I'm Cypher, and I play Ryder, the Leica 7's resident Yosaki operative and pilot. They told Ryder she could be anything she wanted to be, so she became a Where's Wally book, filled with blades. Hello, I'm Ty, and I play Radar, a Yamalton commando. His main interests are guns and violence, and uh, that's about it really. He's not that deep. Hi, I'm Pan, and I play the android kobold mage Baphomet, captain of the Lyca 7, and currently missing on the trail of a mysterious message. And I'm RJ. I normally play the ship's Vesk mechanic V, but I don't have to think of an intro for them this time, because I'm the GM. Yay! Erstwhile on Cosmopunk. Vesk head of intelligence, Secretary Asdraya, tasked Ryder and Radar with retrieving the weather device stolen from Vesk 8 by mercenaries working for the Aslanti aboard their starship, the Fortune Limeri. Having identified the location of the Fortune Limeri, the Leica 7 moves in to attack and shoots the ship down. After watching it crash land on an uninhabited starship refueling planet, Ryder and Radar head down to investigate. Radar scopes out the crashed Limeri, but finds it abandoned with the weather device activated while Ryder remains on the Leica and is ambushed by the ship's former crew. Meanwhile, Radar discovers that the activated weather device is causing a chain reaction with the potential to destroy the entire planet. Episode 8, Prompt Critical, Season Finale. Caution, permafrost cooling system above safe temperature. Waste storage temperature rising, immediate meltdown risk. Caution. No, it turns out that when you terraform an ice planet that's being used as a nuclear waste repository, it has unwanted implications for all the nuclear waste. <laughs> Time to leave. <laughs> Everyone hears that in unison. It's now Dijon's go. They've been shot by this stupid drone again, and annoyingly, it's really hard to pinpoint where it is. So they are going to take cover behind the forward landing gear for the Leica and then they see something over the comms that... Ryder, you can give me a perception to see if you can hear it at Captain Mango's end. Sure, over the, the screaming and being on fire. 24. Probably not high enough to hear it. The other end's coming out to someone that's still, like, stomping on their clothing and extinguishing themselves. And screaming, yeah. Yeah. And cursing frantically in Shiren. wonder if they heard it. <laughs> but they're not going to take a shot at the drone this round because they can't see it. And they can only target it when it's targeting them or shooting at them. So they're going to ready their weapon behind cover and hold action. It's a manual's go. Everyone loves a manual. He's an Aslanti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's been shot and slashed at in quick succession. He's losing a bit of blood and he's very unwell. But he looks up at you and he's like, to think that you would deny the Aslanti Empire the right of a weapon such as this. I'm about to deny you your fucking life, buddy. <laughs> uh, he's gone into retreat. He's disappeared. <laughs> oh, he's run off. He's disappeared from the bridge. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, he knows he can't fight you and Captain Mango, so... Correct. Uh, just quick, do mm -hmm. I get an attack of opportunity if Emmanuel is retreating past me? Yes, you get an attack of opportunity. 
Okay. I'll cut his legs off. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to slash his ankles as, as he runs past. So, um, 16 plus 8 is my melee. 24. Yeah, so you beat his... Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. 1d10 plus 11. <laughs> okay, so 10 plus 11. 21. 21 damage, yeah. Uh, yeah, as he's fleeing, you make a slash at him and you catch your swords both across uh, his back. He stumbles and, like, yowls out in pain, but then he disappears out of your view. There's a spatter trail of blood behind him. He's definitely yelling about traitorous fucking Shirin. <laughs> so it's now Captain Mango, who's no longer on fire. Good for her. She, like, stands up again and tries to compose herself as best a slightly sin as Shirin can. Uh... Well, today sucked, and it sounds like this planet's pretty much a write-off, so can I catch a lift with you guys? Like, Well, don't just stand there. Go after the fucking Islandi. I was on fire a minute ago. What the hell? Well, now you're not. Go after him. Oh, my God. Yes, Captain. Damn right. It's my ship. <laughs> this Shirin doesn't seem very captain-y. V awakes from their coma temporarily in the Vescarium holding facility and is like, uh... Whose ship? <laughs> and then disappears back into a coma. That My ship. Happen. V's in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere on the far side of the universe, Bap's like enjoying a cocktail. Someone's like, wait, whose ship? <laughs> everyone's ship. Uh, Radar. In Radar the... looks up from his bomb. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. wait, whose ship? <laughs> wait, whose ship? <laughs> it's a communal ship. But okay, uh, yeah, Captain Mango's going to grab her rifle and go off in pursuit. Okay. She's still out of cover of him. So f from your perspective, she's just disappeared down the corridor uh, before realising she has no idea where she's going because she's never been on the ship before. <laughs> <laughs> but she's following the trail of blood, more or less. That's something. At least she can track. Well, it's not so much tracking as just, like, follow the arrows. But on radar, it's your go. He's going to do the bomb. Yeah, okay, you apply the bomb to the uh, control panel that's opened up. How long are you setting the climate for? Be clever. Ten minutes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was worth it just to hear a cypher cringe in the background. Do you remember how long it was to walk from the Leica to uh, the wreckage? <laughs> Not that long. <laughs> okay, so you're giving yourself ten minutes to get back to the Leica, resolve the battle and take off. Oh fuck it, we can resolve the battle while flying. You can. I've got to fly. Yeah, I'll take over the, the pain that's being dished out with the drones. You fly. Okay, you have ten minutes. Your bomb is set. Thank you. <laughs> He'll show a recall order to the drones to make their way back to the Leica. Yeah, well, one of them's already at the Leica. You're going to tell them to stop killing? Is he murdering fucking Dijon? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that would overwrite the murder command. Just, you know, go back to your crates. Oh, is that what you specifically ordered? Yeah, it'd just be easier, wouldn't it? Okay. If, I could, if I could do both actions, I'll do that. Command of the drones is just an action, like almost a free action, and uh, planting the bomb is your main action, so yes. I mean, you probably don't even need to do the bomb. This whole planet's about to collapse. <sighs> yeah, unless it's got a backup system. I don't want to trust it on a factor I don't know. What's the harm so... in making sure? If you're going to fuck a planet, fully fuck a planet. Uh, all right. <laughs> Yeah, because for all we know, it could get to like three seconds before meltdown, and then their like backup system kicks in and it doesn't go off. Beep boop. That's that's an unknown factor, not something radar would risk. Fair. You gently attach your bomb to the command console on the weather station, which again, it's still got this curtain of water surrounding it, and it's still sending out these pulses of energy that physically you can feel pass through your body Ugh. in turn. Am I being terraformed? <laughs> I mean, all the water in your body has a slight leftward inclination at the moment. 
but oh god, I, I, oh, uh. hey, you remember in hydrophobia when you felt the water in your body moving around? <laughs> yes, radar did not enjoy that experience one bit. It almost feels a bit like that. Nope. <laughs> well, good news. You attached a bomb to it. Do you want to use your movement action to flee? Uh, yes. Throw your arms up in the air and flee, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yep, as you leave the ruins of the Fortune Nimrai, the ice, there's no ice to be seen, there's no snow to be seen anywhere around this planet. It's all melted. There's clouds in the sky. There's a light rain forming. The weather is a very pleasant 15 or 16 degrees. There's a light breeze and some rain. Even the distant star, you can feel a bit more of its warmth as uh, the blankets of uh, water vapour start to envelop this planet. However, at the same time, the ground is now starting to shake. And again, you can hear the klaxon off in the distance up at the uh, fueling platform. And again, it's warning that the central cooling system for the nuclear repository is failing and that planetary evacuation is highly advised. Okay, radar, get back here, quick. I'm going to boot the ship up. I'm on my way now. Start booting the ship up. Yep, and that's radar's go, which then takes yep. us to Dijon, who's also heard the second warning and are like, shit. <laughs> They're going to message to Mango, like, Mango, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> the planet's going to blow up. This is not what I signed up for. We're not even getting paid for this anymore. They're panicking, essentially. Oh man, all my Pokemon cards are on that shit. <laughs> I had a shiny Charizard on that shit. How the fuck was this crew ever employed by the fucking Aslanti? How were we employed by the Vescarium? Because we get the job done. Well, they would have got the job done if you guys hadn't stopped them getting the job done. Mm, true. Yeah. It's like a immovable object hits an unstoppable force. Yeah. Except in this case, the immovable object has moved, and it's moved downwards onto a planet that's a nuclear waste repository. Yes, yeah, so Dijon is going to... You can't see this, but for flavour, they basically hacked the outer control panel for the Leica okay. to open one of the doors. Captain Mango used a grappling rope to climb up to it, and that's how they got into the Lycus Bridge. Oh, I was going to open the cargo bay door on my on my turn. <laughs> They're going to use their turn with their movement and their climb action to sprint over to the rope that's been dangling down from the side of the ship and start climbing up it. Sure. They can't climb all the way up it with their turn, though. They don't have enough move and climb. Emmanuel, he has sprinted down the hallway... Stumbled. Yeah, stumbled down the hallway, and he's making a break for the runabout. <gasps> hey! Let's steal your ship. <laughs> Good luck. It's, it, it's not into our uh, system. He's just going to no. burrow around this fucking star system all day. Well, I mean, he's weighed up his options, and it's uh, being murdered by his former crew, being murdered by you guys, or dying on the <laughs> nuclear planet, so... If he gets in that runabout, Radar is going to tear him apart. <laughs> this is mutiny, you scurvy dogs. I'll see you swing from the yardarm for this. He mutters as he uh, climbs <laughs> up the... He spontaneously becomes a pirate. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he doesn't say it in that accent, but it's what he's thinking is, <laughs> fucking, I hate contractors. <laughs> Bloody contractors. <laughs> With his movement, it's enough to get him to the, the hatch for the runabout, and he's going to start climbing up that. That's his entire move action, though. Good luck, he hasn't got the keys. Uh, he's a Zlanti, they have a certain level of resourcefulness. It's the stealth drones mm. going. Yay. 
Now you pretty much ordered it to return to its crate. So it yeah, returns all of to its crate. I'm going to say all three of them have basically... Uh, I mean, Ryder, have you opened the cargo bay door at this point? She wanted to, but it's not been her turn yet. Okay, in that case, they're all queuing outside the cargo bay, waiting to be let back in. Okay. Uh, at this point, the ground is rumbling ominously. <laughs> one of the concrete silos that's been built into one of the craters, you can see a large crack has formed, and debris concrete is raining down from the top of it. The entire planet like rumbles and vibrates occasionally. Steam and superheated fluid is erupting from the cracks in this silo. Uh, yeah, this planet is destabilizing. Uh, that permafrost was the only thing pretty much keeping these uh, waste repositories from overheating. Time to leave. Time to leave. However, the weather is a lovely 18 degrees now. And oh, it's, it's, it's the, getting balmy. <laughs> the rain has subsided. Yeah. There's a lovely light breeze. If this planet wasn't a barren wasteland, you'd be able to hear a bird chirp. But it's still... But there's no life. <laughs> there's no life here, so it's just a rocky outcrops. There's about to be a hell of a lot less life. <laughs> what, less than none? Yes. Which means we go back to the top, Ryder. Okay, so yeah, Ryder's gonna hop over to the console, open up the cargo bay, and then start booting the ship up and prep it for launch. Works a base piloting role to get the ship into like flight-worthy status. Sure, don't fuck this up, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get trapped on the exploding planet. Okay, so we've got a 15 plus piloting of 20, so 35. Uh, they, yeah, that's good enough. You, you, you've done this a million times before, even under duress. You flip the switches, you like prime the handles. The the ship's engines fire up into life. Uh, yeah, this is kind of what I meant when I said it's my ship. I know how to handle it. Uh, there is an alert. The docking mechanism for the runabout is insecure. Oh, in that case, she's going to lock it, lock it in place, and um, uh, make sure that only she can undo the lock from the bridge. Can it do that? Actually, why not? I imagine if it's like going into atmosphere, they'll have something where it can like detach from the runabout itself. But you'll need to be able to pass control between the bridge and the uh, the runabout. Uh, so that yeah, probably at, would have been hooked up. At this point, the runabout's still docked. It's just someone's been trying to undock it. But uh, yeah, I'm going to say with. The, the way the like is designed, it probably could lock the runabout to it, so... There's just like a big mechanical key in one of the side of the consoles. So, yeah, as part of your prep work, you, you check that and you lock it down, and it shows docking bay secure. Okay, and the ship is ready to go. Uh, the ship is fired up, and it can depart at will. Okay. Captain Mango, it's your go. Not on fire anymore. Following yeah. after Emmanuel. Following the blood trail. Following the blood trail up the ladder. Following the blood trail into the cockpit of the runabout. Ryder, you hear two blams. <laughs> okay. That's unsettling her slightly, but she's maintaining um, flying the ship. You're no longer in combat. <laughs> <sighs> We're still not out of danger, though. You're not still out of danger. Radar, start running. The radar has been running. Yeah, you get on the cargo bay, so the three drones have returned to that crate the vest left you. It's like, right, I'm on board. Mm -hmm. Watch that, punch it. And radar starts closing the hangar bay. We've got some guests. Go and see if they're okay. Guests? Yeah, two mercenaries and one Aslanti. I think I heard gunfire though, so I'm not sure what the outcome is of that. Uh, oh, those kind of guests. Captain Mango pops back up. Oh, no, it's alright, I shot him. In the face. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Can't believe he betrayed us like that. And so quickly as well. 
That's the Islanti for you. But yeah, is it is it cool if we get a lift with you guys? Like, you kind of blew up our ship. The Vesk has also appeared, like, from the uh, the side hatch, panting and out of breath, like, I just had to climb a fucking rope to get back in this ship. You better not fucking kick us out. Droda's gonna be like, um, yeah, we'll work something out after this. Don't bug me for a while, please. I've got to make sure we escape out of here in one piece. Cool. As you say that, you lift up off the planet, uh, out of that canyon that you've been parked in, away from the ruins of the uh, Fortune Nimrai, and then there's a... as the bomb that Radar planted detonates, blowing a 20 or so metre hole in the, the roof of the Fortune Limerai. Holy shit, that's, that's impressive. It's only pretty aggravating. Captain Mango's just like face palms as they watch even more of their ship get destroyed. It's no longer a ship at this point. It's, uh, yeah, they're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, Dijon's like, my Pokemon cards. <laughs> and through the hole, you can see as the weather maker just goes absolutely insane. Like, uh, the water yes. curtain around it is now starting to pull bits of the ship into it as well, like metal and wiring. It's starting to collapse in on itself. The uh, concrete silos, either side of it, the vibration now has shaken huge chunks of concrete from the inside of it, and they're starting to collapse into themselves. And as they do, you can see the cherry red glow of essentially radioactive lava from the veil cooling system in these silos. That also pours into the valley and starts melting through the remains of the Fortune Game Ride. Oh yeah, riders uh, put on the uh, the review camera at this point. This. <laughs> so you can watch. Well, no, so she can record it, so she's got evidence of the weather machine getting destroyed. Radar's gonna climb his way onto the bridge. We're like, right, that's, who the fuck are you lot? Okay. It, what, who, there's a dog on the bridge. Everyone yeah. shut up. It's a okay. dog with a gun. Dog's these got a two, gun. These two, um, they're mercs, Radar. They're like us. They were just doing jobs for the wrong people, and the Islanti betrayed them and then started shooting at them. And we started shooting back, and then we won. So, you've got a choice, guys. We can either drop you off somewhere close by, or you can take a trip with us back to the Vescarium. Uh, yeah, we'll take nearby, thanks. Like, the Vesk kind of hate us. We stole their weather device, and... Yeah, I get it. <laughs> There's just, like, the echoing thoom as uh, the weather device fully detonates in the background. Well, you don't need to worry about that anymore. Sorry about your ship, by the way. You guys are in atmosphere at this point, which is a good thing because that last explosion has also ignited the fuel containers for the refueling facility. <laughs> your nukes are pretty powerful. This has blown the entire planet in half. Oh, that's brutal. Oh, yeah, look at that. That was sick. Did you see that? It's now planet Oncarlo A and planet Oncarlo B. This explosion was powerful enough to shatter like gaps in between the rings. I imagine it's. I imagine that all the rings just dissipate like an exploding pearl necklace. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, by the sort of orange glow coming from behind them, I was going to take a deep sigh and sort of turn to the crew. She's going to set a course back to the um, the Vescarium Conquest Forge. So I'm like, okay. So here's what's going to happen now. As far as you're concerned, that device that you had on board your ship started malfunctioning and it crippled your ship's reactor. Your ship lost control and crashed into that frozen toxic waste dump back there. And the Islanti officer insisted you get the ship operational again 
but you made the tough call to take an escape pod and bail out. All right? And then the device went apeshit and exploded, killing everyone on board, as well as reducing that planetoid back there into radioactive vapor. And you got picked up in deep space by someone else. You never saw us. You never saw this ship. Got it? Uh, I mean, fair. Works for me. It's Captain Mango. <laughs> to emphasize this, Radar is stood behind Ryder with his gun at ease but ready. <laughs> Captain Mango and Dizon aren't really a threat anymore. They yeah. turned mm -hmm. coat back when... Uh, they weighed up the odds and decided they liked their odds with the small, angry space otter with all the sharp things. Yeah. So here's here's my thing on that. One, Vesk are always armed. Two, mm. they've already changed their like ideas once. I don't want them stealing our ship from under us. Radar's just going to keep an eye on them the entire time. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. Fair enough, yep. Yeah. I mean, Captain Mango's looking a bit depressed anyway. Yeah, Radar's going to sort of say... Um, you know, this is for our benefit as well as yours. If the Islanti find out what happened back there, they'll do do bad things to you. I like that ship, but the Islanti are the ones that gave it to me in the first place, so it always felt slightly tainted anyway, I guess. Yeah, another yeah. feeling. Ryder's going to look at her uh, her sword to the left for a bit. Mm. I'll feel better if the insurance money comes in, at least. Oh, well, if it was insured, then you've got nothing to worry about, have you? At least you're alive to collect the payment. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dizon's still, like, moping about their Pokemon card collection. <laughs> Which was very definitely on the Fortune Limroy. Yeah. Radar is, is going to reach up and tap his comms so only Ryder can hear him. And he says, keep them talking. I'm just going to go and take care of something. <laughs> uh, Alright. What's he going to do? He's going to walk off. Yeah, he, he turns around and walks off. Okay. You tap your comm bead and you say that to Ryder, and you just happen to notice that uh, one of uh, Captain Mango's antenna twitches. Radar's going to keep his eyes on Captain Mango just for a second longer than is comfortable as he's walking out. Yeah, Ryder's going to watch that exchange and be like, anyway, <laughs> there's a couple of um, asteroid stations on the way back to the Vescarium. Pick one and we'll drop you off there. Cool, I guess. Your friend's really serious. Says Captain Manga once Radar's moved on. Yeah, he's, he's quite stoic. He's, he's very friendly once you get to know him, I promise. What happened to him? Like, what's with all the, does like the wiggly fingers over like the left side of one of her, her hands and face? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just say he's been through a lot. Anyway, you're not going to be around us too much longer to find out anyway, because we never met, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Hey, uh, the sound of an airlock opening, um, and past the window drifts the frozen corpse of a Zlanti. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Radar's just <laughs> yeeted him out of the airlock. Yeah. Yeah, Radar's going to point and be like, oh, there he is. Bye, fucker. And Dizon's like, oh, oh, shit, we should have grabbed his tags. Ah, uh, well, fuck it. Radar's going to be on the comms <laughs> to, um, to Radar. Be like, Radar? Yo. Do you frisk him? You get his guns and equipment and stuff. Radar, can I get a perception roll for you, please? Uh, yeah. 21 for the perception. Okay, so while you were unceremoniously dumping Emmanuel out of the airlock, you just happened to look on the uh, the back seat of the runabout, and you noticed that he's left his cloak lying there, just folded up. There's some, some papers, there's a small like book of some kind with Aslanti gibberish in it. <laughs> it's not gibberish. Radar speaks, Aslanti. <laughs> it's still like religious gibberish about. Oh it. right, okay, fair enough. Yeah, 
ideological propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that kind of thing. Like, Oh, God, is Radar holding a miniature copy of Space Mine Camp? Pretty much. Ugh. All the Aslanti have one. He drops it. Yeah. <laughs> As you drop it, a small pair of long, slender glass chips. If you imagine like something the size of a USB stick, but it's just like a flat plane of glass, it's got like key rings holding the pair of them together, and they're both looped around a chain. Hmm. Radar picks them up. Are they dog tags? They're like dog tags, but they're crystal. They don't seem to have any electronics in them or anything like that. They're just lank crystals, almost. Does it look like they something you could scan, maybe? Yes, it does. Oh. Do we have a scanner on board? I mean, have we raided anything as Lanty before that would have the tech on board our ship to read as Lanty? A couple of times. We've, we took an Aslanti battle drone and turned it into a butler. I mean, yeah. You went to uh, an Aslanti science facility on Lysander. I don't know if you picked yeah. anything up yeah. at the time or you just were looking for Ryder. You went to an Aslanti facility during Kronos. Um, yeah, that's the thing. We've been yeah. to a lot of Aslanti facilities. I don't We've know if been around these bastards a lot, haven't we? I specifically yeah. remember right, V tried to steal an Aslanti computer once and you made them throw it away. That's because it was it's like eight tons and shoot. It was a mainframe, yeah. yeah. You wanted to strap mm. it to your back and carry it with you. Mm. Stealing an Aslanti laptop. Perfectly fine. Okay with that. You, sir, are trying to steal the fucking center of the Pentagon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I would have got away with it if it hadn't been for those damn kids. <laughs> and I do it again! <laughs> and Maybe. You know, the, li- but- the limits of your own physical abilities. <laughs> Radar, give me a computer's roll. Sure. Uh, that is only a 21. Again. 21. <laughs> yeah, you figure you could probably, with a bit of effort, work out how to run whatever scan you need to to get any data off these keys. Okay. But it'll take time. He'll keep them for later. He'll okay. want to do it in an isolated system anyway in case it turns out to be some kind of trap. Yeah. So he doesn't really want to do it on board the Leica. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what else does he find? So, horrid uh, Bible, crystal keys. Yeah, so in terms of weaponry, the only thing he was carrying was a staff of some kind. It's the one that you saw him burn mango with. Oh, is it like full, like... Sort of six oh, yeah. foot length staff, or is it like a short? It's a half staff, so yeah. it's like I don't know, it's maybe a walking stick. Two, two foot. No, it's not even that. It's like two or three foot long. Yeah, like well, we'll keep that. that. That could do. That could be useful. Yeah, yeah. It's a like a riding crop that shoots fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's an immolation flame spinner. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Okay. And you need to have some magical ability to make proper use of it. Like people without magic can use it, but to get the best out of it, you need to have some magical ability. I mean, keep that. We can sell that, yeah. And he had a comm link as well. Well, take the comm link, because that'll have channels that we might find useful later, I guess. Mm. Um, unless it's yeah, just for the ship, but oh well. And that's about it. Alrighty. While Radar's looting and, and chucking corpses out of the airlock, Radar's going to have, like, <laughs> a, I imagine there's, like, a, a navigation table on the Leica somewhere on the bridge that has like a hologram projection of all of the, the stars from where they currently are to their destination. Just going to get that up. I can imagine that, yeah. Remember, you guys came here via the drift, so you passed by a lot of stuff. Yeah, but Ryder's going to need to like set a course um, to get anywhere. Yeah. Because so at the moment, you're just gonna... you're just chilling out in the vague orbit of a star that's the same that uh, Onkalo was orbiting. So Yeah, with a big extra star behind it. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, Ryder's going to bring like a hologram map up and find some nice innocuous places where we can drop these mercenaries off and sort of like point to all of these destinations. Like, all right, go on, pick one of these. The, the, they look through it. Like, mm, mm. 
Dijon, what do you reckon? Could probably like. I mean, can we make a call first and get like someone to pick us up? Because you can make the call when you get there. Uh, fine. Like, okay, so Emmanuel, that guy that you just threw out the airlock, he was like our handler because we're not Aslanti, but yeah, I know we've established that. In situations like this, he'd usually just contact the Aslanti and they'd come like grab us and tell us what we need to do next and stuff like that. Yeah, so... but you're not working for them anymore, are you? Brother smiles. Yeah, I'm not used to having to work on my own. I hope you understand we can't do work together. You're too dangerous. Yeah, I know. Plus, I'm not going to lie, like, the Emulchion kind of scares me a bit. He doesn't mean to be as intimidating as he is. He's, um, just a bit grouchy. Hmm. <laughs> Antony Twitch. <laughs> Dijon, what do you reckon? And Dijon's, like, powering him. That was like, well, there's a... There's a shipyard attached to that star, I reckon, so... If he drops us off in that area, we could probably make our way from there. If we can get funds wired to us from our insurers, we could probably pull together enough to get another ship. Yeah, there you go. Drop yourself off at a shipyard, collect the insurance money, buy a new ship, you haven't missed a step. Yeah, with our Aslandi handler dead, I guess we can do whatever we want now. Yeah, there you go. We'll be honest mercenaries. Yay. <laughs> Says Mango <laughs> weekly. <laughs> Rhoda's going to go on the comms again to Radar. Hey, uh, could you come up here a sec? Radar arrives back on the bridge and he's holding a staff, a bloody looking little book, and some dog tags. Yes? What the? What was, what's all that shit? That's what he was carrying. Oh, oh yeah. Antenna perk up. Oh, he did get his tags. <gasps> gimme, gimme, gimme. No, no, no. Boo, why not? What are they? They're Aslanti code tags. You can use them to access Aslanti systems, and if I can use them, then I can get rid of all of remaining traces of what we were doing with Emmanuel and why we never showed up again. Mm, yeah. Bro, it's got a real sense motive on that. Yeah. Wouldn't it just be easier just to pretend that you're dead and start a new life as different people? I don't know. I kind of like my current life. I got a nat 20 for sense motive. Maybe not <laughs> the working for the Aslanti bit, but I like the being Captain Mango and flying around having space adventures and not having to look over my shoulder the whole time kind of deal. Uh, what did you get, sorry? I got a nat 20 for sense motive. Are they telling the truth? Cat Mango's being genuine. She just wants those tags because they're like a good way to sneak around back channels of the Aslanti Empire. And she can use them at the right terminal to wipe records. Yeah, Rhoda's going to like nudge Radar's knee when she's talking. Just like, um, I think she's being honest, dude. And you need them both? Actually, I suppose we don't need both, do we? Why don't you take one and we keep the other? You can keep the other, but unless you know how to like work as Lanty systems, they won't be much use to you. I'm fluent yeah. in Aslanti. Yeah, he speaks as Lanty. I know yeah. a little bit of it. Of course, the scary one speaks as Lanty. No, your foe. Yeah, Radar, could you watch the bridge a sec? Um, got, got something I want to want to find. One sec, and Rudder pops <laughs> down to her room. She's going to go through like a, a folio she's got in a bookcase somewhere in her room. And she's going to dig out her Pokemon cards. She sort of like has the folio under her arm. She wanders up with it and uh, plonks it down on the hologram table. And sort of <laughs> says, um, um, I've got a few doubles in this collection. Uh, you're welcome to have them. They're of no use to me. They're just sitting in this um, folio. I don't really collect them anymore. So um, yeah, have a look. See what you like. Not that one. That, that <laughs> one's special. Dizon's like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. <laughs> and uh, Captain Mango's like, hey, I gave you a job. <laughs> Radar's eyebrows are threatening to depart the top of his head right now. 
<laughs> Rod um, looks over like, what? <laughs> she's just going to sweep you up into like a massive uh, best hug. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Not, not, not so rough, not so rough. S- sound of plasma lasers quietly powering up in the background. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, calm your tits, weird dog. It's not like that. <laughs> puts Ryder down like gently pats them on the head. Uh, yeah, Thank thanks. You. I'm, I'm hoping this is a peace offering between us. Fair, you did blow up our ship and all Miss Killers, but you gave me free uh, port police cards, so... I'm glad your um, priorities are in the correct order. Mm. God is going to set a course for uh, this asteroid base. <laughs> Besides, she's like whispering, it was Mango's ship anyway. <laughs> and yeah, she's going to punch it into the Okay, so from here, I'll say you take Captain Mango and Dijon down to the planet they requested. You all say your goodbyes. They wave you off. And yeah. And yeah, um, when it goes back up to the bridge, gives a huge sigh and kind of collapses on her um, dashboard in front of her. Uh, well, that was an ordeal. Right. It's almost over, buddy. Just go and get some rest. I'll fly us back to the Viscarium. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Ryder's going to go and slump in her room and fall asleep yeah. on a bed. Radar flies back to the Viscarium, I guess. Um, takes. You know the rules. Do a piloting. Yeah. P is for a pilot roll. Out the window as you leave, you can see Mango being turfed out of a spaceship uh, yard for uh, trying to steal things. Already? Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. 36, pilot. Yep. You eat up there and eat into the drift. Yep. No issues whatsoever. Radar is going to consider the crystal tag thing that he's got. Yep. So you've got basically one half of the dog tags that's... Uh, you took it's on a keychain. You've got the chain for it still, and uh, yeah, holding up to the light, it just looks like a shard of glass. But uh, give me a perception. P is for perception. You've got to do that every time now. Mm-hmm. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Something you notice is that now that you're up on the bridge and you're near bridge electronics, you can see that the closer you hold it to anything electronic on the bridge, you can see circuitry just very faintly slides to appear. Oh, shit. Yeah. Inside, like, encased inside this piece of glass. And if you hold it closer to your equipment, the circuitry becomes more and more visible, but the further away you hold it, the less and less visible it becomes. It's almost like it's reacting to the presence of computerized yeah. equipment. Is it trying to transmit a signal? You don't know. Because, uh, no, please, none of that in the Leica, thank you. Uh, what you do know is that uh, Captain Mango was sincere when they were saying that these are basically code keys. Yeah, right. Up, yeah, right but up, I don't want somebody to go through the Leica systems and find an Islanti code key in there. Don't put it in the uh, Leica's computer system. Don't plug it in then. Radar, <laughs> Radar's not <laughs> going to, and he's hoping that it's not wireless so it doesn't just put itself in there. Uh, I mean, you could find out if it's wireless. Yeah, how? They put it in the Faraday cage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll just get the Faraday cage out. Ryder, can you help me? Uh, the ship has a Faraday cage. What? I'm trying to nap. <laughs> Sorry, where is the Faraday cage? Give me a computer's roll, or a perception roll, or a, I don't know, thinking well, roll, something. Uh, an intelligence roll? Yeah. 23 with sh- a nat 20. Again, second one. Yeah. The microwave in the ship's galley is a Faraday cage. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Science, bitch. Yeah. I don't know if Ryder's awake or not, but there's the sound of a coyote um, heading into the fucking kitchen uh, to microwave a piece of Vaslanti technology. <laughs> You're not just going to turn it on. It's in the microwave. 
Uh, you hear the sound of gentle anime music coming from Rhoda's room. Yeah, that means that she's catatonic if that's playing. Mm-hmm. Just completely, <laughs> yeah. completely limp. Radar could go in there and just pick her up and just sort of move her around. And she'd never know. Uh, she she never knows as long as she can maintain eye contact with the TV. If you move her out of eye contact view of the TV, then she'll wake up. <laughs> she just led there, nuzzling her body pillow of Silas, drooling. Mm. No, the body pillow of Silas is that no got more. destroyed. Yeah, oh yeah, it got, got destroyed, burnt. didn't it? Did she not get a replacement? No, no, it's too expensive. That was like um, a one and a. It's extinct. Yeah. Mm. It was rare. Now it's extinct. <laughs> She's in a room under the covers, like with Pocky in her mouth, falling asleep in front of anime. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Radar knows not to disturb her during gentle anime music time. So he's Do not disturb my meditation time. <laughs> So you go into the galley and you put this Aslanti chip in the microwave. Again, it's near electronics, so you can see the circuitry begins to become more visible again. Yeah, but the, I don't think the microwave computer is plugged into the mainframe of the Leica, so we should be fine. It isn't. Yeah. When you place it inside there, it just goes completely dull and see-through again. Hmm. So, yeah, you can leave it in the microwave until yeah. he goes to make porridge and destroys us all. Radar uh, closes the microwave and then ties it shut with something. I don't know. Um, Leave a note on it. The most no. paranoid Yoti. Yeah, ties it shut. And then, yeah, he goes and gets a piece of paper and the big Sharpie and just writes no in big letters and st- <clears throat> tapes it to the, the door. With an angry face on it. Angry coyote yeah. face. Yeah. It's, it's got like the, the fucking greater than equals like open bracket. Mm. Yeah. Uh, instructions unclear. And I guess it will remain there. <laughs> Forever. The computer console beeps to let you know that you are uh, approaching the drift exit point, which will bring you out more or less where you started this whole adventure. Approaching Vesk 1 and Congress Forge. Rhoda's ears start twitching when she hears that noise, and just lets Radar deal with it. <laughs> Radar knocks on her door. Hmm? We're approaching Vescarium, Ryder. Do you want me to handle it? or? <sighs> yeah, take us in. I'll, I'll get up in a sec. I mean, you can stay there if you want. I can do all the talking if you just want to rest. No, no, I'll be there as well. I started this mess as well. I think V started this mess. Technically, but I don't hold grudges. Come on, let's do this together. Right, radar's up on the bridge. You can see the burning blue star surrounded by the eight planets, like, ringing out from it. As you move in towards Vest 1, again, you get uh, flanked by a pair of security craft. Yeah. But this time, they flank you for maybe two or three minutes and then just break formation and disappear. You're not stopped or intercepted this time. Right, Radar's going to fly straight back to that hatch where they tried to pick the drones up from. Wow. That's like the manufacturing uh, district, though. Probably going to be busy. Yeah, but I'm not going through customs again. Yeah, makes sense. (laughs) Radar's out of her room at this point. She's going to, like, come onto the bridge and hop up into the captain's seat. Mm Mm-hmm. You're finally awake. Oh, my God. Yeah, this chair really doesn't suit me. The butt groove is way too big. Yeah, and again, that port that uh, you're aiming for before, the blast doors are open, some tidying up's been done, the wall that you guys shot up has been repaired. <laughs> uh, there's still, like, crates and shipping containers and stuff in the in the hangar as you approach. Yeah, feel free to land, piloting. Oh, yeah. That's not so good this time. Uh, piloting, that is 21. It's, it's just a perfectly fine landing. There's no flare or like anything impressive. It's just you pull up and land. Yeah. Let's tell a story, and it's usually a tragedy. It's a tale of suffering. A comedy of errors. 
And uh, yeah, as you uh, as you like land and shut down the ship, you can see that at the far side of uh, the hangar, that door's opened again, and there's there's a couple of figures that are walking out towards you. Ryder's got some uh, some chewing gum. She's going to like unfold the packet and just uh. chuck some in her mouth. Radar's already walked down the ramp. He's got his gun on his hip. Yeah, it's Sectrastra and a couple of non-distinct best guards. Excellent. Radar's just yeah, going we'll... to quietly sidle up to him, you know, just casual walk, and stand in front of him. Yeah. Radar's going to follow. Yeah, she's going to follow just behind him. <laughs> yeah, and Radar's going to wait for him to speak. Yeah. That... Take it your mission was a success. Oh, come on, Secretary. You already know what's happened. I do. But I'd like you to tell me anyway. Mm. Well, if you want the clip notes, we intercepted them at Oncarlo. We shot them down. They crashed onto the planet. The weather device went off. It started changing the climate of the planet, which is not very good when you're storing all of that highly volatile waste. And subsequently, the planet broke in half. Your uh, machinery is destroyed, though. I saw to it personally. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't been keeping my eye on you in any case. So I'm satisfied you fulfilled your brief. And have you fulfilled your end of the bargain? Yeah. yeah he snaps his fingers, and uh, you can see that two more guards appear, and they've got like a, a hover trolley with uh, these medical capsule thingy that you left them in. Mm-hmm. Yep. They slowly like wheel it past you, and it's like, and where would you like your rest? Medical Place facility. The... Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And then he just gestures to the two guards, and they begin. They just pass by you with uh, the hover trolley up into the Leica. And you remember the other part? I do, no less. White Ladder isn't the sort of organisation we've had high engagement with, but we do have some information I can provide to you. And then he he reaches into his blazer and he pulls out a data pad dossier. Okay. Everything that we have available on that corporation you wanted to know, you should be able to find on here. Thank you. And he hands it over to you. Yep, yep Radar and takes it. Yeah, good to his word. You can see that it's uh, it's been loaded up with uh, information on White Ladder, what the VESC know about them. So, Thank you, Secretary. So, our business is concluded then. Indeed. Very good. We'll be departing, I think. I hope you've enjoyed your stay up on the VESC area. Oh, it's been lovely. It's been an adventure. He just taps like one of his horns as like a gesture to you, and then uh, turns around with his two guards and uh, departs. Radar gives him like the sideways head nod. And then he turns. Right, come on, Ryder, let's go home. She's gonna stand there. She's been like with her arms folded, chewing her gum the whole time, just glaring mm-hmm. at him. With a sort of look that could melt steel beams. As he turns to leave, uh, Radar's gonna say over his shoulder, So what gave us away? Oh, your friend. When I'm trying to stay as stealthy as possible, I don't tend to carry things that smell quite as overt as a clam with me. Just a tip for the future. And, uh, you can't <sighs> see this, but he winks. He grins a little. But his eyes are going to narrow and just scrunches up. Big smug vest grin. Ra- Radar is, is looking at Ryder. Does it look like she's about to pounce? Not pounce. She's going to sort of... Um, actually, she, she's probably going to like start smirking <laughs> and sort of say, You know, I was in the Vesk Central database. Can you imagine how much damage I could have done if I was a slightly less scrupulous individual. I could have brought your entire operations department to a halt and the Islamic would have gotten away with your little 
doomsday terraforming device. And what would have happened to you? Huh? Think your superiors would tolerate such a lapse in judgment? He doesn't have any superiors. I mean, he does. He does. He has one superior. And He's probably got intel on all of them. The only person who's superior to uh, Secretary Afra is actually the High Despot himself. He's called the High Despot. The High Despot. I didn't know about this. What? Yeah, uh, I, did I not mention how uh, Vesk structure works? I, I, I know they're like very sort of militaristic or conquering, but I had just no idea that they just flat out acknowledge that he is the High Despot. Yeah, they don't hide it. Um, like, uh, oh, that's the Vesk are very overt about the fact that they are a military uh, dictatorship. Okay. But yeah, um, Brother's going to be like, you know, the, the high despot, he'd, he'd send you to the front lines on some godforsaken outpost on, on Vesk 8, or maybe a nice desk job filing data pads for the rest of your life. Point is, maybe don't be so eager to tease the Yusoki and the Yamultron that almost cost you your entire career. Hmm. He pauses for a second, so I've been to the front line more times than you'll ever know. Oh shit, he's all fucking scarred, isn't he? I'd forgotten. Yeah. I'm sure you don't want to go back. And besides, I don't deal in theoretical. I deal in actual. Congratulations on your infiltration. You are very impressive as an operative. Under better circumstances with us, I'd employ you myself. But uh, I think it's probably best we part ways here and forget this all ever happened. Well, sorry, Secretary, but I'm afraid my schedule's looking pretty full. So, yeah, I think you're right. At, at this point, Radar is actively just pushing. She's probably dug her feet in and not going anywhere, but Radar is dragging her away by the grab. tail. Yeah, yeah, just like, come on, it's time to go. Get back in the ship. Get back in the ship before it becomes enemies of the state. Come on. No, Radar's Radar's like turned to heel at this point. She's like yeah. stomping back to the ship. She said her part. She's done with this guy. Absolutely <laughs> no love lost between the pair of you. Uh, right. Uh, so we got to take off and then resurrect V. You do. Oh, yeah, That's... shit. When the second rider gets back onto the um, the Lyca, she's going to run to the uh, the med bay and um, yeah. try and get to Radar to follow us. Oh, Ra- right, Radar's lolloping after her. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, check, check on V. Are they um, in the same condition we left them in? Can I do a perception check to see if anything's different? Yeah, you can do a perception or you can do a medical. Um... My perception is higher, so... Yes, well, my medicine is 15. Would you like me to do it? But well, my, my perception uh, is 15. Well, it's a day of 15, so... Yeah, either yeah. Radar can roll for it, or Rider can roll for it, or you can both combine forces and... Rider right. can perceive how, like, if anyone anything's been done to the shell capsule, and Radar can perceive if uh, V's actually alive or just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's just do two separate rolls for that then. You check for sabotage, okay, sure. and I'll make sure they're just not dead. So twenty nine for perception. For you. Yeah, um, uh, 15, 25, 31 for medicine. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. Good to their word. The capsule hasn't been tinkered with. It hasn't been edited. It looks like they haven't even attempted to open it or check it or anything. They've just literally put it in storage while uh, they waited for you to fulfil your mission. And V is inside there. They're still very much alive. Excellent. Still in the coma. Right. Uh, Ryder, do you want to get us out of Vesk space? And I will start working. There's one thing i got to do first. I'm going to take us back to the um, district. We'll go through customers again. They'll know who we are this time. Hmm. Uh, really? Yeah, really. Yeah. Like, but, but why? There's something i got to put right, okay? Uh... Sure. Um, 
You've got an hour? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. should be all we need. Right. I'll stay here and perform some brain surgery then. Okay. Yeah. Tell you what, Radar, while you're there, just quickly check over that dossier that uh, Sekjastra gave you. Yeah, Radar's going to open up the... I'll put it in my inventory as White Ladder Vesk yeah. Dossier. Yeah. yeah. But inside, as well, just like inside the sleeve of the datapad, there's a pair of security cards tucked in there. What colour are they? They're black. There's no there's no gold stripe on them, but... Uh, uh, Ryder? What? Come here! Here you go. Oh, all right. Thanks. That's not from me. That's from Secretary Astra. 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 Um, yeah, there's uh, it's a pair of security cards. They're both black, and uh, one of them is for Radar Ryder, and then under aliases, it's got Edward Voss. <laughs> and then Shit. the other... The other one is for uh, Ryder Maxim, and under aliases, it's got uh, Camilla Fontaine. And uh, well, that's a, a fucking power move. <laughs> yeah. There's a picture of the pair of you, and you're both listed as civilian contractors. Ah. Well, at least we're on the payroll for fucking something. I can put that on my CV. Yeah, but more importantly, well, this means you don't have to go back through customs. Oh, yeah. I can just... Alright, that's fine. Well, I'll stay in place then and... And, and check these okay first before um, I go off. Uh, Ryder yeah. sweeps all of the um, Tupperware and <laughs> forks and shit off the table. Radar yeah. pauses for a moment and you can see that there is massive consternation. Just flashes briefly across his face as that happens. Um, <laughs> Ryder doesn't care, she wants her friend back. Yeah. And then Radar is going to open up the V-popsicle casket. Yeah, there's a, a blanket of fog descends out from the sides as you open it up. And then Musical. inside is sleeping... Sleeping Beauty themselves. Yeah. V licked the icicle, and then they <laughs> were the icicle. They mm. have become icicle. <laughs> Go back to the no, evolve to icicle. Mm. Radar is going to reach up and tap three buttons uh, on the back sort of side of his head, reach in and pull out the link between Fly Guy, who has been perched on his shoulder this entire time, by the way. Yep. Uh, and just before he does, he says, "Well, it, it was nice meeting you, Fly Guy. Thank you for your help." Uh, and then he'll. This is a nice change. I like being your drone. You're cool. Radar's going to subconsciously pat his head without really thinking about it and then take out... Mm. Um, Aww. <laughs> and then take out the thing. Yeah. One of you is going to have to do some more brain surgery. It's going to be Radar. He's got medicine. Yeah. Yeah, you've yeah. got the medicine. Right. Would you, would you care to assist me, Madame Fontaine? Nurse Fontaine, sorry. You're not doing angry surgery as well, so... Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I prefer Doctor Fontaine, but sure. That's, okay. You do not have a doctorate. <laughs> I don't believe that man has ever been to medical school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Radar is going to pull out the temporary plug uh, in the side of V's head. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, uh, careful, and... careful. No, it's okay. Look, we, we went through this last time. Look, if you look know, in there, you could see the fibrous membrane between the skull and the brain. Don't look, it's poke like... it. I've got to poke it. Just bring them back, I'm, come on. I'm bringing them back! But right. it's interesting study. It, it, I don't care. <laughs> if you keep poking that, V's going to forget how to use, like, a toaster. How to think. <laughs> <laughs> they're still going to be able to, like, do advanced space engineering stuff and everything, but it's, they're going to get to the microwave and just be like, what? How do you work this thing? Yeah. I mean, everyone's going to get to the microwave and go, what? Because you've wrapped it in duct tape and written no on the front. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah shit! I With no further that. explanation. Already forgotten about that. Um, right. Anyway, yes, medicine surgery. So yes, taking their time. That is a. Are you assisting? Um, 
So. Uh, yes, yeah, so what do I need to do for that? Medicine roll? No, it's just a plus two to my roll, I think. Um, okay, yep, I will assist. Okay, so it's 15 on the sheet, plus 11 on the dice, plus two. So that is 25, 26, 28. Yeah, that's a good amount of medicine. So yeah, you you get your little scalpel out and you widen up the incision where it's like started to heal together. And you, you slowly connect up all the, uh, the neurons and the cabling, put a uh, band-aid over it. Yeah, right. Now, when I press the button on the side, V will either wake up or explode. <laughs> right, it covers her eyes. <laughs> so little faith. <laughs> Good, that means she can't see radar actively sweating. Um, <laughs> and then presses the button on the side of the, the neural link. V explode. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, there's a, there's a moment, nothing happens, and then it just cuts to an outside view of the Leica, and it just explodes <laughs> like the Death Star, you know. Like, and both yeah. of us screaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then Captain Mango like leans in from off screen and is like, ha, how do you like it? <laughs> but no, none of that happens because you actually did a successful amount of brain surgery. So yeah. For a second, nothing happens. And then like V's tongue pokes out of their <laughs> mouth, licks one of their eyes, and then they just sit bolt upright. It's like, ugh. Rod is going to like um, lean over and be like, V, V, you awake? You okay, buddy? Oh, that, oh, that feels weird. God, oh, I got a headache. Yeah. Is some Rod poke in my brain? Rod is going to hug V. Tightly. Wow. You look fancy. What was the new heady? Oh, it's been a Why is radar week? black? It's been a really rough week. <laughs> everything to you is. <laughs> oh, shit. It's just... Is radar black? <laughs> For two sessions, I'd forgotten that radar had dyed his fur. Yeah. Yeah. He's tactical, yeah. radar. You've been getting a plus five to intimidate rolls for this entire campaign because you dyed all your fur black and you look super menacing. It's It's been a, a long, really... Weird week, V. I'm just glad you're back, buddy. Did everything work out? Did you did you get the drones? Uh, yes, we have acquired three drones. And best of all, you're alive again on the best database. Yeah. All of our initial objectives have been achieved. Oh, yeah. sweet. Mission success. Totally didn't cock it up halfway through. Oh, nice, <sighs> guys. You, you guys filled the Viscarian. That's like <laughs> 19 feet. No. V's eyes narrow. It's like... No, I mean, we, we did, right? So, Ryder, I believe you have an appointment. I'll explain to V what happened. Okay, um, it's, it's it's good to have you back, buddy. I'll, I'll yeah. be back um, later on. Okay, just, there's just something I've got to do first. And yeah, she's gonna actually. First of all, she's gonna go to her room. What do I roll to like gussy myself up a bit? Because I want to try and give myself uh, like a, a temporary charisma boost. Because I've got it, nothing at the moment. I have ten disguise. What is gussying? You know, like um, combing her fur, um, getting. Oh, so you're the, gonna uh, you're gonna make yourself look presentable? Yeah, be disguised, surely, and changing your appearance. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. I do have some points on that as well. Okay. Disguise. Okay, we got ten on the dice plus eleven for disguise. Twenty-one. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's not bad. You so describe how Ryder would gussy herself up, quote unquote. I'm not liking that word. <laughs> Okay, so she'll like comb her hair, make sure her fur is um, pointing in the right direction and oily, not scruffy, basically. Okay. She's gonna look like she was when we first arrived. Like, yeah. Are you keeping your your Merc work outfit on, or no? She's gonna take off all of the um, Camilla Fontaine stuff and put back on a typical rider, like a seven jacket, but um, make sure it looks nice and presentable. She wants to go as her, not as any of her masks. Okay. You look like a thoroughly presentable space otter, so 
I will give you temporarily at least uh, an extra three in charisma. Ooh, thank you. Okay, I'll put a three in brackets on the character sheet so I know that's just temporary. Yeah, you are the most rider you've ever looked. Okay, I'll do. And yeah, then she's going to trot out of the, the airlock. We'd probably still be in the hangar. We haven't, like, moved anywhere yet. Uh, basically, the hangar's been vacated at this point. There's the the doors at the far end and a bunch of shipping containers, but there's no one else around. Secretary Dryer's gone off to be, like, big and smug somewhere. <laughs> of course he has. Okay, so yeah, Ryder's going to, like, make her way towards the hotel. Uh, what time is it? You know what? It's late evening. How about that? Oh, shit. Okay, so she's um, hasn't got much time to get there before it's the end of Cinder's shift, so she's going to be, like, bolting, running. You tap your new card against the hangar doors to leave, and yeah, they open for you. They show you authorised as a civilian contractor. So you don't quite have the, like, god mode admin powers you had when you were pretending to be a high-level super spy for the best. A double agent, yeah. You have a genuine profile in the Beskarium now. Yeah. And you can move around the transit system. Cool. So yeah, she's going to um, probably get a, a metro train to, to the hotel quickly as possible. Let's try and get there before Cinder leaves. I mean, it only takes you like half an hour to uh, get back to the civilian sector. And yeah, it's only a short walk to get back to the cosmos from there. So you enter the hotel and what, well, I'm guessing going to the bar. Yeah, so she enters the hotel, probably a bit out of breath at this point. <clears throat> sort of puts her hands on her knees and just like... Looks up to the bar. Is Cinder there? Yeah, she notices you, like, catching your breath. Just leans over the bar and is like, Wow, you look like you need a drink. I thought you'd left by now. <sighs> Let's just say my flight got a little bit delayed. So, yeah, I've got a little bit more time. Yeah. So, uh, like, what can I get you? <sighs> um, I'll have my usual, please. <laughs> she starts making your sunrise. Yep. <laughs> she doesn't even need to ask at this point. She's got better at it. It's probably the closest to an actual action sunrise that she's made you so far. Nice. So yeah, Ryder's gonna like sit there. Just... Ah, brilliant as always. Thanks for leaving me that lovely review, by the way. Got me a slight pay rise because of that. Excellent. Glad to hear that. At least I could do. You staying another night, or are you uh, you just waiting for your flight now? I got a little bit more time. I just I wanted to make something right before I left. Oh, do it. Well. I've made a lot of mistakes this week, and I didn't even realise I was making a lot of them, but there's one part of this trip that I got absolutely right, and I do this whole week all over again, mistakes and all, if I could meet you again for the first time. You're the best thing that's happened to me this past week. <laughs> she blushes a little bit. Like, wait, really? Uh, yeah. I'm flattered, I guess. Like, Oh, give me a charisma roll. Use all your charisma. All my charisma. Okay. Okay, so that was 16 on the dice plus 3. That is 19 for a charisma roll. Uh, I mean, that's the best charisma roll you've ever done, so... Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad I've made a, an impact, I guess. Yeah, she's, she's slightly taken aback, basically, because she's had, like, drunk Lear on her before, but this is the first time anyone's been like, I actually like you. Best yeah. part person. I think Ryder's going to be like... um rubbing the back of her neck as well. This is the first <laughs> time she's ever made somebody blush in that way, I guess, because she's she's normally done the punky thing of like, hey, I've got some fried chicken, do you want to do, you wanna do it? Sort of oh my god, really? A <laughs> reference to that? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I like you or anything, backer. Yeah, that sort of shit, but... Um, and... I, I wear a lot of masks, and... 
I'm, I'm a liar. I lie to people to get things I want. I lie, I cheat, I steal, I go places I shouldn't be. And when that doesn't work, I kill people. I'm a, I'm a mercenary, Cinder. Yeah, she's not too put off by that because she's a Vesk. And half of the Vesk grow up to be mercenaries, the other half grow up to be soldiers. Yeah. She's probably more surprised by the confession of interest in her than she is by the confession that you go around doing merc work. Yeah. She's going to be like, um, and I, I shouldn't have lied to you or involved you in my antics, but you, you mesmerized me. Wait, did you? I was doing a mission here for a friend, and it went awry, and I shouldn't have involved you in it because I was, I was worried I was going to put you in danger, so I didn't want to, like, use my real name or anything, so I... It's time to stop hiding behind masks, and it's time to stop lying. And the way you talk and move and the way you smile, I can't get enough of that. And that's the absolute honest truth. You seem like a decent person as well. You seem like you have a good heart, at least. I try my best. What do you want to do, then? I'm not very good with words. I'm usually better with actions. And Ryder is going to try and lean in for a kiss. But she's really small, and it's a normal-sized bar. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you are still half her height. If you're gonna go in for a kiss, then you're gonna have to climb like the bar. We should try and hop up on the table then. <laughs> then just imagine you just hop up on the table, grab her tie, and just like go in for the. <laughs> and the the jazz music flares up. <laughs> Give me an extremely good charisma roll. Sure. Yeah, I got this. Eighteen on the dice plus three. One, two. 21. 21. You get the kiss. Her other co-worker who's down inside of the bar is like, <laughs> His jaw just like, drops like, <laughs> what the fuck? Stop kissing the clouds. <laughs> she, she flips in the bird. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Ryder's gonna enjoy smooching Cinder and then... Yeah. There's a little bit of a blush. And oh, yeah. she'll smile awkwardly up at her. She smiles awkwardly back. She just kissed you in front of like a packed bar while she's supposed to be on shift. Did the bar go silent? Yes. Nice. Uh, halfway through explaining to V what's actually happened, Radar's suddenly going to stop and go like, wait, <laughs> someone else is into Vesk. <laughs> V's like, what? Uh, nothing. Anyway. Uh, His nose just twitches, <laughs> sniffing the air like, is that, is that pheromones? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> you smell that? It tastes like sort of pokey and something else. V's like, it's not me. Well, no, you smell like deep freeze. <laughs> But yeah, after that, I think Ryder's going to be blushing very heavily, realising what she's just done, and be like, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. And she's going to hop out of the bar and go and stand outside just to get some air. At this point, <laughs> it's probably late night and the bar's closing. So after you went outside, she's stuck her head out the door and seen you waiting outside. And then like 10 minutes later, she comes outside with her coat and rucksack. And she's like, so uh, do you want to get a drink? And winks at you. Ryder's going to smile up at her and says, um, yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be nice. Cool. You can go to my place. I've got, like, some stuff there. I could probably make you another act of the sunrise. Sounds lovely. Ryder's going to offer her arm out to sort of walk her home. <laughs> no, she's walking you home. Yeah, she is. But <laughs> Ryder likes to appear bigger than she is. <laughs> yeah, she lives in the civilian sector nearby. It's like uh, the rest of the civilian sector. It's a metal-framed, almost art deco kind of building. She invites <laughs> you into her apartment. It's pretty small. It's like a studio style. Everything in one room except the toilet. Deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be like, it's a cosy place you got here. Yeah, thanks. 
So you're looking around, it's like a fairly studenty digs. It's tidy-ish, but there's stuff stacked up. Pictures on the walls of her and friends in military uniforms and what looks like on holiday to another planet. And then there's her original graduation certificate from high school. You go to like a college or anything, or are you just straight into Merc work? No, I went to um, Operative Academy on Versys. Yeah, fully trained spy then. I guess that explains what you're doing, doing missions around here then. Pretty much. Uh, I didn't get much in the way of experience or anything, but uh, yeah, mercenary work tend to find me before I found any operative work. At this point, she's making like a couple more acting sunrises. Oh, I think at that point, right, it'd be like, um, hey, hey, no, no, you, you do this all day, Cindy. You make yourself comfortable. I think it's about time I made you a drink. Okay. Right, I going to make an Akerton... I don't know, did I call it a sunrise or a sunset? I've forgotten. I thought it was a sunrise. Give me a dex roll, I guess, for yeah. build, building a drink. Building a drink. We have got 13 plus 4, 17 overall. Yeah. You produced uh, a couple of 100% authentic, like, high-class, high-grade acting sunrise or sets. Yeah. Like, there you go. Got the layering on it just right. So, ah! So if you put the sweet stuff in first, it sinks to the bottom. She sip. She's Actually, no, she does the vest thing first, where her tongue like goes and like <laughs> tastes over it, and then she said, so, so, did you mean everything you said about there? Like, about liking me? Of course I did. It's the only truth I've told this entire time I've been here. Yeah. I every word of it. She leans in for a hug. Yeah, run a hug's about. And it's like, so, yeah, I mean, this is my digs. It's not much to do, but yeah, what do, what do you want to do? Well, there's a couple things I can think of. Marta gives her a wink. One more charisma roll. Come on, that one. <laughs> it's not on that one, thank fuck. Uh, 16 again, plus <laughs> 3. 19. 19. Did you wink at her as well? Yeah. With all the effort you put into your appearance and looking like... All your charisma penalties aren't because you're weird or awkward. It's just because people think, ah, oh, cute little space otter, rather than murder blender. <laughs> no, I'm a murderer! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you wink at her and she just pounces you into the bed. <gasps> right, is going to be like um, staring up at her with a mix of fear and delight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me a survival roll. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to throw you around the room like a fucking handbag. <laughs> I wasn't joking. Survival roll. Oh, survival roll. Okay. Yeah, like Radar had to do this. You will be crushed. Okay. Yeah. We have got a 14 on the dice plus survival of, of 12. 12. Yeah, uh, you survive this courting. Good for you. <laughs> you are not broken. <laughs> you both have a lovely night and uh, you wake up the next morning with a massive Vesk arm wrapped around you. Rudder is grinning very, very wide. Uh, Worth it. Uh, it is <laughs> the next morning. Radar and V. In fact, Radar, what have you done at this point? Because Ryder has basically disappeared for the entire night. At this point, she didn't we don't know that. Yeah, and, we uh, don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah. So back on the Leica Seven, which is still parked in Hangar Thirty Four of the uh, Department of Forge, right uh, on the other yeah, side Ra of this floating death platform. Radar's going to watch Ryder go out of the the thing, and then he's going to close the ramp behind you, then turn back to V and be like, "So, how was your sleep? Does the air taste like metal?" Yeah, that will be some <laughs> leftover radiation. Um, don't worry about that. Yeah. It should clear up in the next 4,000 years. V gets out of the maple capsule and immediately falls over. Like, oh, God! Yeah. Radar runs over and, and oh. tries to help them up. Yeah. Give me a sec. I just need to remember how to walk, apparently. 
And there's like, yeah. very gingerly stands up. Wait, wait, hang on. And Radar picks Fly Guy up off his shoulder and puts it on V shoulder. Now try. Ooh, Fly Guy beeps. Oh, v stretches out slowly and gingerly. He's like, oh my god. Remind me, if I ever suggest that you guys do brain surgery on me again. Are you just, okay? Just, I'll be fine. Just give me a second. Just reacclimatizing to being not in a coma. Uh, to being alive, yeah. V just like does a full body shake. It's like, yeah, that yeah. Feels good. Ra Radar's still going to help them up whether they want it to or not and just put them in a chair. Yeah. Look, as your surgeon, I recommend that you just take 10 minutes to sit down. Just, just relax. Yeah, but I have a craving for mashed potato right now. Uh, I think there's some in the mic. Oh, um, <laughs> don't use the microwave. Wait, why? There might be an Aslanti data crystal in there. Why? <laughs> well, there, there, this is a... Wait, how did you get an Aslanti a... data crystal from the Vic? <laughs> well, this might be a long and winding explanation, so um, strap in. Uh, go on. Right. So the last thing you remember is going under, right? When we, we put you in cryosleep yep. and we put you in the food freezer next to the broccoli and the ham. Uh, right in the middle there, you know, that space. Yeah. Bear. Uh, so we kept you in there. Uh, and then we doled ourselves up, as you know, a little more. And then we proceeded to Vesk space. Uh, we arrived in Vesk space and we bluffed our way on board the Conqueror's Forge. And we got into customs and I got mind probed, but I was able to resist them. And I lied convincingly, V. And they they believed me. Wow. Uh, and they had saved Ryder as well. She was really, really good. Anyway, from there, we, we went and found a hotel. And there was a really, really pretty bar. Ryder's gone back to the bar. <laughs> okay, so there's a, there's a really pretty bar. Radar has stopped and his eyes are slightly unfocused and his, his jaw slightly open. Yeah, <laughs> he's like waving their hand in front of Radar's face, yeah. like you you right there. Oh, well, best of luck to her. Um, anyway, we we went we went. Wait, to the bar. Shut up, V. We went to the bar. Um, <laughs> we went to a hotel with a bar in it. Sorry, is what we did, and that was going to be our base of operation so that we could infiltrate all of the the places you wanted us to go to, so we could do your thing and our thing and and things. Oh, there's three combat drones in the hangar bay, by the way. Don't mess with them; they will fuck you up. Oh, nice. We, 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 what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I mean, it seems like it was a success at this point. You got the drones, you... Uh... Wait, wait, let me, let me, let me get to it. Um, Why am I getting the feeling there's a catch here? Oh, there's, there's a whole other chapter. Um, we infiltrated the mainframe, Ryder did the thing, uploaded it, changed all your details, so you're no longer dead, you're now on the Vescarium. Um, uh, we met Secretary Estrella. Um, wait, whoa, whoa, you met the, the head of the Vesk secret police? Yeah, long story short, he gave us three drones. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> V's just looking more and more confused by this, like, yeah. rambling description. Confused and upset. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so um, we infiltrate the mainframe and, uh, like, Secretary Australia was in there and then there's two Vesk that are, like, two parts of the same soul or something and they, like, finish each other's sentences and it's really weird. And I, I remember, like, when Ryder told me about it that I, I wanted to know if they both like sandwiches. I don't know why. Anyway, from there, we, we ordered some drones uh, after infiltrating a military display. They displayed it on live prisoners. That's something. Um, um, yeah, that's pretty standard for the Vesk. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. Um, anyway, so, yeah, we put in an order for, like, one of each type of drones, one of these three combat drones. Uh, and we went to pick them up, and we landed, and then we were attacked by robots. You were by right. Yeah, so it turns out that Secretary Estrella had rumbled our little plan, uh, disabled the Leica in the hangar bay. Don't worry, we fixed it. Um, and uh, 
We then had to talk to Secretary Australia. Secretary Australia wanted us to go and um, shoot down an Aslanti mercenary cruiser that had stolen a doomsday weather device from the Vescarium. Uh, we did that. We went. We blew a planet in half doing it. It was awesome. You'd have loved it. Um, we abducted the survivors, dropped them off at a random starport, uh, came back, and here we are. Uh, also, I got a dossier on White Ladder, and he holds it up and points. He's <laughs> <laughs> like processing all this. <laughs> And then they just wordlessly get up, go to the bar, pour themselves a drink. Right. <laughs> drink the entire drink in one gulp. Pours himself another one. It's like, well, you're moving better. Uh, any questions? Okay, so you got caught. Yep. But then, what, they employed you? Uh... Yeah, basically, Secretary Australia was really, really impressed with all this, the subterfuge shit. Mostly that Ryder had done. I was just kind of there. And then... Uh, asked us to do him a favour in return for us not dying, uh, which was nice. So we did that, and as a payback, I got, uh, you know, the thing. We, we kind of had to leave you here as insurance to make sure we came back, but, you know, it, it worked out. Um, got the dossier, a white ladder. He holds it up again like it's a really good excuse for putting your friend in jeopardy. Like <laughs> um, Fuck it, task failed successfully. Yeah, also, uh, we shot down the Islanti mercenary cruiser. It turns out there was an Islanti on board. Who knew? Uh, and we got half of their data crystal dog tag things, and I've kept it in the microwave because it's a Faraday cage, which is why it's duct taped up with a big sign that says no in three separate languages on it and an angry face. Okay, I mean, fair enough. I mean, it sounds like we managed to get what we want. We so muddled through it like normal. V shrugs, downs the rest of their drink, downs the rest of the bottle, yeah. <laughs> chucks the bottle across the room into the bin. Yeah. Can Raider like subconsciously just catch it and drop it in the bin, like next to it, just like without even thinking, just be like. Yeah. Um, so you now yeah, what? We're uh, just waiting for Ryder to get back. Well, or? yeah, like what did he mean about Ryder and a visc as well? Okay, so the behind the bar there was a very, very, very pretty barmaid, um, and I think Ryder's got a thing for her. And further to that, we said only be an hour, but I've got a horrible feeling that this probably <laughs> might go on all night. So, we've, I've got a black clearance security card here, and you're alive now, um, so do you want to go out drinking? Yeah. You know what? I could use a drink. Yeah, I'm sure having large amounts of alcohol after immediate brain surgery will be, have no after effects on you whatsoever. Isn't that right, Fly Guy? Wait, no, he can't hear me. <laughs> no, no. Fly Guy can still hear you, but they beep, and V's like... Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. Uh, it's, yeah, 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 right, I recognise that beep. He said, yep. Yeah. And that reminds me, and he goes into his, his new suit. Also, yeah, Ra Radar is in an entirely new set of armour that V will never have seen before. Um, uh, yeah, they're goes, still getting over the fact that you're black now. Jet black. Yeah, uh, he goes in and he pulls out a green card and hands it to... Here's your green card. I guess you're clear across the border now. Oh, perfect. And v, v holds it up to check like the profile and the details and is like, nice. Nice work. Yeah, thank you. We made it ourselves. Yeah, drinks. I can show around the place properly now. Yeah. Do you want to go find my old digs? I bet you it's still empty. Yeah. Havia uh, accompanies you out of the hangar. Like, just leave the ship part there. Yeah. Radar does the, the key clicky thing where it central locks, you know. <laughs> As you're walking away, V just looks back at the engines, like, does a double take. <laughs> the eyes narrows. Like... Oh, yeah. So, um, you probably have some further questions. Uh, the way they disabled the Leica in the engineering bay was that they used their attack drones, which we have three of in the hangar bay, to basically laser the ass off of us, um, disabling our engines. We have you... a new butt. You blew up my engines? 
I didn't blow up your engines. The Vescarium blew up your engines. Mm, you put my baby in a situation where her ass got shot off. What on you? <laughs> you put that uh, in that situation by telling us to come here. So let's not go down mm. this road right now. All right, we'll 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 mm. evenly split the blame 60-40 to you. But cuz I I am like 50-50 really really pleased that you're back and 50-50 about to lose my shit from all the stress. So can we just go and get a drink? You're right. Let's get a drink. Yeah. And again, yeah, it takes about the same amount of time to get back to the civilian sector. V and radar get sloshed. Stand yeah. back to the like uh, accidentally set off a nuke in the hangar bay. Okay, <laughs> no one's there. <laughs> yeah, V and radar get drinks get very, very drunk, go back to the Leica, V passes out in their hammock, Radar passes out, question mark? Radar passes out, probably just in the corridor, just after the fucking um, ramp. Radar He's finally to... got drunk. Properly he drunk. remembers... To... Oh, it's Vesk whiskey, man. We did the, oh, we did the rolls last time. Yeah. <laughs> Roll for blindness again. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Radar... What am I rolling? Is it um it's poison, isn't it? So it's fortitude. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's twenty-four. So radar gets blind drunk and passes out on the bridge. There we go. Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, V wakes up in their hammock, like has forgotten how to walk again. And then we smash cut back to Ryder, who Speaking uh, of Smash. Who yeah. wakes up the next morning <laughs> in nice. a vesk bed on a vesk. <laughs> Cinder slowly rouses. <laughs> she gets you an ice pack and some coffee. Thank you very much. Yeah, that, yeah, that's good. So I guess he missed your flight then. Sorry. No, it's fine. I think I'll make it. And yeah, Ryder, get stressed best you can. So do you want to get breakfast? I've got uh, a ship we can go back to. Uh, I think someone else will uh, be doing the flying. Oh, you got your own ship. I thought you were catching a shuttle or something. No, no, no. Uh, oh, that sounds good. Let's get some breakfast. I'll, I'll give you my data pad number. You don't have to keep it. It's just yeah. if you want to chat sometime. She exchanges details with you as well over over a lovely breakfast. Yeah, Ryder sort of perks up a bit. And she's like, well, I guess I should probably get ready for work. But it was nice, like, hanging out with you. And, I mean, if you're ever back on Conqueror's Forge, then for sure, hit me up. Definitely. Mm. And if you ever find yourself in mm-hmm. the diaspora, my sector of the world, do drop by. I'll make you a Akerton Sunrise again. Or something else. I'm sure you're sick of them by now. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm getting a taste of them now. She winks at you. <laughs> Ryder grins back. Yeah, it's nice meeting you, Ryder Maxon. You too, Cinder Verstappen. You look after yourself, and whatever you choose to do, keep going. Don't let anyone <laughs> stop you. Yeah, you too. Try not to get too beat up by all that merc work. <laughs> I'll do my best. Yeah, she gives you one last hug, actually, and a little kiss, and then she disappears off. <gasps> yep, and now get back to the ship so I can end this roleplay. <laughs> Yeah, Ryder waddles back to the ship. Um, lights up a cigar along the way. You find the ship in lockdown. Uh, yeah, she's like hit, hitting the button. So I get back uh, to the On the bridge, there a, a, a coyote. A coyote arm is desperately risen from the ground and is trying to slap for the button. <laughs> you hear the echoing snoring of V in the engine bay, <laughs> resolutely ignoring the uh, the alarm call for the uh, ship door. Who is it? It's me, Radar. I'm sorry. The angry, drunk mercenaries you've tried to reach are not available at this moment. Oh, just open the fucking door, mate. Fine. And he opens the, the hatch. Radar <laughs> drops in, still smoking a cigar, shuts the airlock, 
Everyone on the ship is now broken. V's recovering from brain surgery. Radar's recovering from severe drinking. Yeah, yeah she um, goes and checks on um, on V. Goes and checks on ra- on radar. Make sure everyone's um, okay. Yeah, v joins you both on the bridge. It's like, wow, Ryder, what happened to you? You look like you've been broken in half. Ryder looks at V and <laughs> smiles and gives a wink at them. <laughs> I had a lovely evening. Was it with that barmaid? She's called Cinder Radar. Don't call her that barmaid. Yeah, I can't re- couldn't remember her name. She was nice. Yeah, very nice. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. It's just hard to be around this massive headache. Uh, yeah, don't worry. I'm not doing that great myself. Well, I am technically, but listen, let's all get um, headache medicine and, and I'll take us back to the diaspora. Yeah. Uh, at this point, V's thinking they should be the one flying, given the state of you two. <laughs> well, if you're offering V. <laughs> yeah. Radar it just shakes it off. It's like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll be all right. Are you sure? Because you still look drunk. You are within 24 hours of major brain surgery. We need to make sure you don't just suddenly start frothing. So, no, you're not flying. Fair. Smash cut to the ship, just like, departing. <laughs> We're not sure who's flying it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find out together. <laughs> and, yeah, the end. That's pretty much it. Don't we have to deliver these drones to someone? Oh, yeah. Oh, we also have to do that. So, no, unsmash cut. <laughs> The campaign is over. You need to go back to Outpost Z and deliver the drones that you were originally supposed to collect in the first place. Give me a brief piloting roll to go into the drift and out the other end at Outpost Z. 30. Perfect. You go in the drift and out the other end. You approach Outpost Z. It still looks like a shithole. <laughs> Does Radar get to read the dossier while they're in the drift? You can do. Yeah, he will. He'll have it on the flight deck with him. It's in Vesk, but you can read that, so it's not a problem for you. Can he? Yeah, he can, yeah. Okay. There's not a substantial amount of information there, but it looks like White Ladder are some kind of independent consultants. It's not hosted on any planet, as far as I can tell. It's operating at some kind of remote base, and it was formed from a contingent of UASA drive yards. Oh. From what they understand, after the collapse, someone went back to the drive yards and managed to somehow remove an entire section of the base, an entire chunk of the ruined Yasa Drive Yard space station, just up and vanished. Huh. Presumably to rebuild it somewhere else. So Yasa Drive Yards wasn't destroyed, it's missing. Kinda. A chunk of it's missing. Yeah. yeah. During the bit that uh, V was around for, the, uh, the central reactors that powered the entire thing were set into overload specifically to kill everyone on there. V was one of the people that survived it. After that, V, like, went back to the drive yards and started, like, rebuilding the bit that they used to work at, and that's how they uh, rebuilt the Leica out of bits of other bits of Leica ships that were there at the time. However, at some point after that as well, someone else has gone back there, and they've taken an entire chunk of the drive yards, and the Vesk have surmised that that's what uh, White Ladder's operating out of. Wow, that's cool. They don't know much more than that. A, lo- a lot of how White Ladder operates is kept very close to their chest. All the communication they have is anonymized. Any technology that they commission from White Ladder is delivered remotely or via dead drops. So they never really have direct contact with anyone from there. Hmm. They have bought weapons technology from White Ladder before. There's lists of weapons that the Vesk have bought from White Ladder and locations where dead drops have been arranged. 
I like to imagine it gets to like the weapons listing and the page just starts unfolding and it just keeps folding downwards <laughs> as the list of weapons gets longer and longer. It's fairly substantial because whatever White Ladder's doing, the tech that they're producing is fairly advanced enough that the Vesk have taken interest and yeah. they've included the details for the contact that they meet with, but it's just an anonymized address, like a code address. So almost like a space PO box, basically, but you don't know where it is or who you're talking right. to. When, while Radar's reading through it, he's going to get on the intercom to V. Hey, V? Yeah? You got a minute? Uh, sure, yeah. If you're not too busy ogling the combat drones in the hangar bay. V's ogling the combat drones in the hangar bay. Yeah, I think I knew um, they would be. Yeah. Ryder and V will both be down there. Ryder's made some sort of uh, seltzer. Radar's going to get on the comm to both of them. We'll be like, hey guys, uh, could you join me on the bridge for a second? I just want to do some out loud thinking about ideas around. Yeah, V comes up to the bridge. Ryder waddles right. onto the bridge. Okay, so who remembers White Ladder? Oh, from, um, from Query. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you mentioned them, aren't they? That mysterious shadow group that stole that box you guys were trying to protect for that yes. wealthy dickhead. I can't remember what was his name. The, the maybe not battery, yes, that one. So, here's an interesting thing. V, you asked the drive yards. Yeah. How much of it was functional when you left it? Just the bits I fixed up, really. Pretty much the only people that even go back there anymore are me and Fortnum, but... Who's fought them? So he was one of my colleagues when he was on there. He's one of the survivors. I know he still oh. uses bits of the base at times, but... I thought you said it got blown up, V. That's what you told me. Well... It wasn't in a good it's... shape. Basically, the way they, they cleaned us out was they just overloaded all the reacts at the same time. So we lost live support, like holes blown in sections of it. Yeah, they, they scuttered it. There's still the wreck of it, and I was working for, like, essentially the bit that built spaceships. I got that bit back online five or six years ago, just a, a good scavenge parts to keep the life going. But why do you ask? Sorry, GM question. Yeah. Um, the bit that shows, like, the some bits missing, is there, like, a before and after photo? Yeah, if you, if you go through the dossier, there's an interpretive sketch, almost an interpretive diagram, that the Vesk have drawn, because the Vesk haven't visited it in person, but this is just what they've surmised. Yeah, if you imagine, there's basically a planet at the centre, and then there's, like, a ring space station that surrounds it yeah and from that you can see that there's huge sections that are marked in red as destroyed and then there's an entire yellow section that's marked as white ladder question mark and that's the section that went missing right so like how much of it was still functional obviously the bit to make the Leica. pretty much the only bit that we dealt with was the engineering section the section that i used to hit up just so we could build the locker, and then after that, that's the only bit that I've revisited. I don't really know about the condition of the rest of it. I'm not really bored with it. Was it this bit? And Radar, Radar hands over the, the sketch and points to the yeah. yellow bit. It's like, is, is that your bit? No, that was all applied science and mystic stuff. Uh, that's my bit, and they point to a bit that's uh, in between two bits marked destroyed. V looks at the, the diagram, then they get a pen out, and they start scribbling, uh, doing an overlay. Okay, so basically, yes, the drive guards was this entire ring here. It was split up into three subsections. So there's shipbuilding experimental crafts, that's my bit. And then they highlight uh, with a circle the bit that was between the two destroyed sections. So originally, it was all of this, this entire field. But after the, uh, the reactors blew, pretty much this is the only bit that was left. It was enough of the ship to build the Leica and get us out of there. That's the bit that I got running again later. Okay. Then there's these other two sections. So there's a mystical magical applications area, and then the 
like circle the top bit. Pretty much all of that, I'm fairly certain, was destroyed. And then there's this bit here, research and applied sciences. And then they circle that bit. That's where Alejandra used to work. That's your bear friend. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So what? This entire section they reckon has just gone missing? If I'm reading this right? This this has come from Secretary Australia themselves. So as far as I'm concerned, what they know is what the Viscarium knows. This will Viscarium be the most up-to-date think, knowledge that um, yeah, the, the Viscarium think that this bit is missing and that White Ladder are operating out of there. Now... That's no mean feat. That's like moving a third of a planet almost. I don't know how it's a, anyone would do that. Well, judging from what I've read on White Ladder, they're into slightly surreal when it comes to weaponry. Yeah. But also, Solid stuff. you remember that box that we took had a galaxy inside it? A whole galaxy frozen in state? Oh, I don't what think if... it was frozen. I think it was moving. Well, what if you could use a similar technology to move whatever you wanted from one place to another? Uh, give me yeah. an intelligence. Either way. Third that 20 of the night. Oh, all right. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. When you saw the obelisk originally, the galaxy that was inside it was frozen at a single viewpoint. Oh, I thought it was like we could only see it from one direction, but you could... Uh, yeah, moving. so it was basically whatever direction you looked at it from, uh, the viewpoint was was frozen in the same position. So, like, you could pick it up, you could flip it upside down. And yeah, your, your perspective wouldn't change. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean by frozen. Okay, does it look like the galaxy was spinning like they normally do? Uh, you can't you tell because that happens really slowly. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's on a smaller scale, so it would happen faster. No. no. Uh, <laughs> it it could have been real time. Like, there's no real way of knowing because okay. galaxies don't spin yeah. very fast. I don't know. I mean, it's... It's certainly a phenomenal amount of energy and could easily, I guess, power whatever device they're using to move something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine... do you know if Yuasa was working anything on, on, like that, V? Not that I was aware of. Not in my department, at least. Mm. Admittedly, I dealt more with building ships and weaponry than... It's to be more like either the applied sciences or the mystical division. Mystical division, that was entirely destroyed. Like, the reactor for that section obliterated everything. So... But no, I mean, imagine you've got one of these boxes and you can just freeze something inside it at any scale in a zero-point energy field and just move it wherever you want in your pocket. Suck an entire galaxy into it. Well, yeah. not even that, just part of the... Rider, take a plot point. Yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they literally sucked a galaxy into a small bag of holding. That's what they did. Uh, not quite. Well, no, but... not even a galaxy, just just part of um, your acid drive yours, just whoop, in a box. Mm. Yeah. I'll say you are you are very close to understanding one of the things you can do with the obelisk. Okay. So I'll give you a yeah. plot point for that. That's yeah! That. Uh, right. Radar will then nod, think for a moment, and then he'll put the papers down. And he'll look at the pair of them and be like, I won't ask you to come with me, but I won't say no. To what? Uh... I don't like being beaten on a contract, like a complete loss. What we had today, we, we still won. But what happened on Query... I want an answer, and I want to balance the ledger. So I'm going to find as much info about White Ladder as I can, and then I am going to go to war with them. Hold on, let me make a call. Well, yeah, I mean, we agreed we were going to do that back on query. This isn't over with the, between them. Good. I mean, we've had some time, and people have had a chance to think, so I want to make sure that we're all still on the same page with that. Yeah, Absolutely. There's only one survivor I know who had any knowledge of what was going on at Research and Applied Sciences. Who's that? Fortnum. 
so basically after I've told you about how I kind of got my revenge on the upper management at US Drive Yards. Well, yeah, you set the place into overdrive and, and got out of there on, on like a seven. Yeah. Oh, I mean, after that. Oh, after that. After I escaped from US, uh, we kind of hatched a plan to catch all of the upper management who basically sent us to death. We were going to hand them over to the authorities. I kind of maybe murdered them instead. Huh. Radar just deep size. <laughs> Radar, like, folds her arms and nods. She's like, huh, interesting. Most of the other survivors didn't really agree with the direction I took, except Fortnum. So Fortnum is literally your partner in crime? More or less, yeah. V calls out their dates pad. I'll send him a message. I'll see what he can get back to me with. It sounds like he's our next lead on this if we want to pursue this further, but no, good good fucking job, Radar. You've done some detective work there. You've done some sneaky otter shit. She's going to hold her hand up for a high five. Radar mm. just high fives it, but I, I didn't really do much. I just asked Secretary Australia for all their intel, and here we are. You asked the right questions. That is detective work. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yay. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Radar's got like a, a semi-lucid grin on his face at this point, like mouth open kind of thing, like, which is a little scary and intimidating, but Ryder's used to it. Yeah, it's all right. The, the, the black ink's starting to fade. Like, the, the is <laughs> So it's less intimidating. <laughs> so it's becoming black and brown blotchy. Yeah, he looks like a German shepherd at the moment. I've sent Fortnum a message. I'll see what they come back with. Oh, Alrighty. Thanks, V. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've got to go and deliver these drones to a, a strange man who keeps his mother in the basement. <sighs> to Al, yeah. yeah. Oh. And, uh... Unless I'm mishearing it, I believe that's the alarm for us to drop out of the drift. That's exactly what that is, as the, uh, you hear the familiar console beeps to uh, alert you that you are about to exit the drift at Outpost Z. Radar tidies away the dossier, scrolls it away in his jacket, and flies the ship out of the damn drift. Cue like a seven drop out of drift sound effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you arrive at Outpost Z, it's still a shithole. But I mean, they, most of the damage from like the, the most recent attack on it has been uh, cleaned up. It's starting to look like a its normal level of scumminess, like the base scumminess level. You go past air traffic control, they they just wave you through. They don't give a shit. Oh, is it? What's his name with the cigarette? Just Bernie. Yeah, uh, Bernie. He's still chain smoking. Uh... Like a seven to control. Sup, Bernie? Is our usual birth free? Yeah, go for it. Oh wait, no, Sweet. hold on. There's there's one like there's a ship over there somewhere. Just go around it. Right, up. thanks, Bernie. Like it out. Cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you guide your ship around this other ship, which is just like lazily leaving Apozed, and yeah, you bring it in for a nice casual role piloting. Dot dot dot. <laughs> a casual role piloting. Nice casual. That's an eighteen approach. on the dice. Where was all this <laughs> when we were doing combat? That is not mm-hmm. fun. 35, yep, a nice, casual, easy landing. We're here. Ah, home sweet home. Thank you for flying Leica Airways. We hope you choose to fly with this service again next time. Radar, Get radar, off the boat. It's, it's not as good when you do it, buddy. Alright, fine, he had her at the intercom. Go on, do your thing. Thank you for flying Leica 7 Interstellar. We hope you have a lovely journey. Take care. Oh, fuck, that's so much better. And he angrily gets out of the chair. <laughs> I like the idea he does it passive-aggressively. He's like, yeah, go on then, you do it. And then afterwards he's like, yeah, yeah that is pretty yeah. good. <laughs>
<laughs> no, no, it's, it's just like, because I can't remember what, if she's ever done it before. And it's just miles yeah. better than what Radar did. So it's just angrily pushed past her to the hangar bay. <laughs> v, v just like uh, casually wanders out and gives Ryder the thumbs up. <laughs> okay, let's get these drones to Al. Yeah. V's just going to ride through the streets on this massive tank drone with the other two in tow. Yeah. Yeah, Rhoda's going to follow alongside. She's actually, if it's raining, she's going to shelter underneath the heavy drone. Mm. It's always raining on our level. There's like condensation from the water purification things. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the bar and get everything prepped. You, you know what to do. You, I don't know what this guy yeah. wants. So. I'm going to scoot off. Yeah, sounds good, buddy. Gary. See you back at the bar. Right, gets back to the bar and find out that Butterbot's had a malfunction and the entire thing has just been destroyed with laser fire. Oh, fuck, no. <laughs> we gave him a laser gun, didn't we? We, we did. did. <laughs> we did give him a laser gun. First mistake. Confiscating that laser. Was there like a rat in the bar? And he was just like, Intruder detected! <laughs> Radar comes in through the door. Butlerbot stood at the door and he's like, Intruder detected! And Radar just grabs the laser gun out of his hand. He's like, Give me that! Either that or that, <laughs> nice, um, that nice possum girl came to work while we were away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, Okay, guys, can I start work? And it just shot at her. <laughs> uh, we have so many almost employees. She ran down the street uh, screaming and never came awesome back. Girl and uh, what was that nice human we met? And really? Jessica from Jessica, um, the who game we, of us. We yeah. hired for a bit until she got bored and flew away on her Bolton. Yep. Anyway, uh, so Radar's gone off, so it's yep. just you two. So, so we're in our shop. V's like riding the tank drone like a horse. You approach what looks like a really run-down pawn shop from the 1920s where the windowsills are not quite aligned and it's, it's that doorway. V knocks on the door with a drone. Uh, well, the, the drones, not much of a dexterous individual, I guess. They're quite forceful, so... Oh, no, they, they're definitely not the door. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the arm just goes through the door. The door just buckles. Until you impact the security door behind it, which takes perhaps half a second longer to buckle and break before the arm goes through that as well. Um, what is this? Who are you? Oh, it's you, says this eye as it appears at the hole in the door. Yeah. It's you. Hello, he well. slides down off the train, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, uh, you ordered some drones. I did. Ah, and you bring little mistress too. I see. You after more dacky, more pokey. Me? Hey? What? Mm. Would you call me? Anyway, and he he, he looks up <laughs> and he, he takes like five minutes to unlock the fucking security door. Um, All the latches. And this, yeah, this particularly gangly and emaciated, almost looking celebrian, um, leans out with their very very long arms and his long fingers. And he starts like stroking gently over the, the carapace of these drones. Yeah. And he's, he's sort of nodding and muttering to himself. He's not even, like, acknowledged you're there other than saying hello. He's just like, yes, the fantastic. Yes, good. Cortical laser. Mm. High price. Yeah. Very rare, very rare. Still, still weird, Al. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Ah, yes, right. You. You owe me three drones. These will do nice. V just gestures. It's like, yeah, debt settles. Yeah, very mm. nice. High-quality drones straight from the Vescarium. Ooh, Vescarium. Ah, I recognise now. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, three different types there. Prototype series, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three operational. Oh, they're very, Ooh. very functional. Ah, yes, I see. This one, this one has slight damage. Ooh. Yep, Ooh. tested it in battle. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's superficial. That's good, that's good. Yes, 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 superficial. Very good, very good. And you see him, like, poke, like stroking the, the slightly crumpled armour. Mm. Um, so is the yes. debt paid off, Al? Ah, that two minutes. Mm -hmm. right. and he, he goes around and he's just he's just circling each of them slowly. Mm. Um, 
Roger's like looking up at V, just like shaking her head. <laughs> and he, he comes back to the front of his shop and he stops and he folds his long arms. He's like, yes, that is paid. Kill. Okay, you, can well. you can go now. Enjoy your drones. Don't start a war because you'll win. He, uh, he just looks at V for a second. There's like a half a second too long awkward pause and then he just goes, <laughs> and then he turns around and he screams, Mom! Mom! Open the access! And there's a hatch um, in front of the window on the street mm. that just opens 1920 style and a platform comes up. Mm. How did he get planning permission for this? Yeah. Rudd is walking away back to the bar. Yeah, <laughs> V's just muttering yeah. like, as they With their back. hands in their pockets. That guy really freaks me out sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Don't know what he's going to do with those drones, but... As long as he does honestly, it, as long as he does point, it on this level and not on our level, then right. Okay. I mean, honestly, at this point, I don't care. I'm just glad that our debt's paid off. I ain't being in debt. Yeah, and more importantly, I can go back to the Viscarium. Yeah, you can. Which uh, is nice. Welcome back to life, I guess. Yeah, feels good How's to be feel? alive. Yeah, damn right. What a weird week. Ahoy, hoy, everybody! Cipher here, aka Ryder, and once again, thank you for listening to Cosmopunk. If you're still listening and you like what you just heard, why not tell your friends about us? That'd be really cool of you. And if you really like what you just heard, why not buy us a Kofi? Links to our Twitter, Kofi, Discord, and all of the other places you can listen to this podcast are in the description below. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be seeing you all in two weeks' time. Till then, shoot straight and roll high.